Smell those eggs and bake. It's time for Breakfast Talk, a podcast covering a range of entrepreneurial and independent comics creation topics first thing in the morning. Of course, please like and share if you're enjoying our special seasoning. And be sure to subscribe to join us every Monday morning, 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 a.m. Central. Let's talk. Here we are, gentlemen. <laughs> Here we are. Episode 13. All right. Welcome to episode 13 of <laughs> Age the age of indie that's uh this episode we're basically talking about um are people wanting indie content because of all the reboots and rehashes so this could be like a three-hour conversation but it won't be yeah the age of indie yes the age of indie because it has come it, it has begun. <laughs> See, no, this, the title of this episode should have been The Reckoning. Damn. The Reckoning. Oh, Indie Reckoning. And then the, the screen shakes, but I don't know how to do that, so. I could probably do Look, I, I, I can just. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Greg's cuts out. He broke his. Breaks his <laughs> Damn it. Okay. What do you do this? <laughs> To spike it, spike it on the ground. <laughs> it's like, dude, you went too far, man. We were just shaking it. <clears throat> anyway, anyway, okay, all right. No more tangents. Let's not tangent. We're supposed to keep this short. That was the whole point of this. No, Greg. Breakfast talk. Exactly. About birthday today. I meant three weeks ago. <laughs> yes. We have not recorded, pre-recorded any of these episodes. I'm not showing my shirt. This isn't the same. I just wear the same shirt every This isn't Sunday. the same drink. This is my Sunday shirt. This is my Sunday shirt, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Where's that every Sunday? Don't you remember the last podcast? Every Sunday. Excuse me. Sunday every shirt. Sunday. <laughs> I don't even Sunday, know who, Sunday. I, that was like a weird De Niro impression. I don't know what that was. I don't know. Which, which mine, mine, not your guys. Your guys was I don't know. I guess some orange dude. I don't know. <laughs> Cheeto? <Yeah>. Professor Cheeto. Professor <laughs> Cheeto. To you, Doctor. Doctor Professor. B A M A. Speaking of the color orange. Country Music Award star. Better. <laughs> Speaking of the color orange, that's one of the colors in our logo for Breakfast Talk, and we actually have a mug that has that. So you should go check that out. Look at that segue. <laughs> yeah. Gregory. Right. Oh, look at that. Look at this guy. Look at this guy. We yeah, so this episode <laughs> has gotten off the rails. I mean, about before it even started. And why we're very weird. Yeah. All of us. This is why people want our comics. This is why. Exactly. It's just yeah. that entertaining. Yeah. Not my voice. My voice sounds like. But uh, you, you, it's interesting. I was talking to um, a friend of mine the other day about like indie stuff in general. And like typically like the reason why they're called indie films isn't just because they're independently made. Typically a lot of those indie films are actually terrible. And there's a reason for that. And it's because they're trying to be different. And there's, a, there's a, a reason I wanted to say that was that there's nothing wrong with being independently published, independently created, all of that, um, as long as you're still following certain rules. Like there's that whole, you know, Picasso thing, you need to know the rules so that you know, you know, what you can break. 
And that's kind of the thing is that I think the reason why the age of indie is getting bigger is that because more people are entering it, including big name like Marvel and DC writers and um, artists, is that being independently published is now like the punk rock kind of thing for that. And it's growing in size large enough that people are now putting their eyes towards it. Like in our last episode, I was, I was talking about, or maybe it was two episodes ago, I was talking about how, you know, Impact Theory, right? They made a comic with Steve Aoki. They're taking, the, the guy who started this is a co-founder of like a food manufacturing plant. And he partnered with the largest, one of the largest DJs in the world and made a comic book. You know what I mean? So like, it's it's one of those things where like, they're, they're technically an indie indie company right like image i don't consider them an indie company anymore but they you know they still consider themselves an indie company and it's just because they're not the two big ones but i think that a lot of the smaller um you know comics they as long as they you know follow certain you know paths that are clearly laid out that are meant to be in stories because we enjoy them for that reason but you put your own spin on it your own voice and all that like people love to hear that stuff and because of social media now, like I, I told this to an artist friend the other day. It's like there's a there's seven billion people on earth. There are at least seventy thousand people on earth that can do exactly what you can do and better. So why are they gonna buy your stuff over any of their stuff? And my big thing is to is is you. It's the connection to you as the creator. And understanding that the reason why the age of indie is getting big is that now we can look into your lives through social media. Like I've skipped days where I don't post my breakfast and had people that I've never met before ask me if I was okay. <laughs> like that's ridiculous. Yeah. Like yeah. that's crazy. But that's the world we're living in now. And that I think that that right there is like the big reason indie comics are going to make a huge surge because it's just like how Chance the Rapper made it big, or uh, Macklemore produced, you know, uh, be becoming his own little record label as opposed to getting signed. Like that's, you know, people love hearing that backstory, that whole uh, document versus create that Gary Vee talked about, sharing the back life of your story. Like eight other people probably have a story just like yours. Why? Yeah. <laughs> why? Why? Why are you different? And and even if they don't have a story that you have maybe they wanted that story maybe like maybe your the approach is inspiration to other people like because i am closer like the 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 narrative from a, a big a big two comic company is not the same narrative that you have you have a narrative of like the underdog right people really do you know gravitate towards that kind of story so i think uh it, it can you have more of a foundation of inspiration and and you know being a little more humble and closer to closer to the average person, I guess. Um, but yeah, I, I agree. I think that it's more about the connectivity. It's more about the, 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 um, uh, the availability and the accessibility of somebody to, I, I mean, somebody met me on the street now, as opposed to like in 12 years, you know, 10 years, if I've made a name for myself as an artist is going to be two different levels of accessibility there. So uh, I think that's kind of what it is. Yeah, I was going to say too, like, and like you were saying about the story, like the, the whole purpose of uh, IT comics or impact theory in general, they want to be like Disney, but they want to show you how to break out of the matrix instead of a love story, right? Mm -hmm. So Disney has, they, they follow the hero's journey. So does this, right? Like everything follows this typical storyline. They put their own spin on it, their own theme on it, their own niche on it. 
And then there's the larger narrative. And that's the thing that you can decide as a creator. And that's what will make you unique. But typically that's based on you. Like the reason his is, you know, break out of the matrix is literally the movie, the matrix inspired him to like open up his mind to the possibility of doing more and greater things. Sure. If there's some narrative you're trying to project out there and you're putting it in your artwork, whether it's music, whether it's comic books, whether it's film, as long as you're following the general like storytelling guidelines, it, it, you can put whatever you want out there and then make it your thing. And, and because it's you, that's why people want. So, so um, do you think it has anything to do with like the, um, the narrative that have, has been created by the big two, like the re- rehashing of concepts? Cause it seems like to you, it's not even a factor. <laughs> like, and, and I think that um, that's, that's correct. I think well, it I is think more just about like Disney's me. about the love story, Marvel and DC, they kind of got, I, I don't know how to define it, but like, we all know what it is. Like they've got their niche. They got their like, dark broody type of. Yeah. Stuff. Like you, you kind of know what they are. And so if you're anything outside of that, you've now got another perspective. There's the love stories of Disney. Now like impact theory, they're doing like the break out of the matrix. Marvel, you know, Marvel kind of has like this uplift in light. DC kind of has this dark, you know, image is kind of somewhere in that, somewhere in that dark range as well with a lot of their work. But like, that's kind of the whole point is you, you figure out whatever your overall major narrative is and that's what you build in there. But yeah, I think the reason, yeah, it's, it's not that Marvel and DC haven't opened the opportunity because the rehashing of their stories. It's just like Disney. Disney can still sell the same exact story in a different package. Mm-hmm. We all we all watched Toy Story, you know, three when it came out. Like, you know, it's that kind of thing. I don't know about Toy Story four. I still haven't seen that one yet. But like, <laughs> the the point is that it's the same story over and over again, and people are still willing to buy it. And not only that, new generations are going to buy it as well as they get older, and then older generations buy it out of nostalgia. Mm-hmm. So it's not like you're going to lose an audience there. But yes, the fact that more people have access to the knowledge to learn how to draw comics, right? With like udemy and like you know books from other big time artists from back in the day it's much more accessible to learn how to do it so now it's just sharing your narrative versus their narrative yeah yeah um what was i gonna say <laughs> i forgot well, uh, can I cut you off? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that wh- while it is um, in the industry, in the industry or within creative types, anybody who's in the comic int- comic interest, because I don't want to say it's all creators, or I don't want to say it's all fans, or you know what I mean. It's anybody who's really uh, who's bought into the uh, creative process or the just the buying process or the the viewing process of comics itself, I think it is annoying to have things rehashed over and over. And it kind of gets, maybe not annoying, but it gets a little dry. And even though I love Batman, that doesn't mean I want to see him continually get rehashed over and over and over and recycled and all this kind of stuff. Because every time that that happens, there's a little bit of that that I dislike. You know what I mean? So now it's like creating this, well, all these different Batman stories had like one thing that was really cool, but like 12 things that were really bad about them. And it's like, it's kind of like, I just, I want to leave Batman behind. I want to, you know, I want to see Nightwing take over. The beyond and, you know, Batman. Ex- exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Which was funny because that is one of my favorite series of, of Batman because it is, it's, it, it takes a it's different a new take on the old thing. Exactly. exactly. The, that's, that's what I meant too, guys. Like there's a difference between trying to be indie and like super like weird, like intentionally not following storylines like 
even Batman Beyond still follows the general idea of Batman. It kept that, but it told it in a new way. It gave it right. a new light. And like that's why people love that show so much is because you have the familiarity with novelty. And novelty yeah. is your own take. Familiarity is the thing that needs to be in there or people just won't like it. Like right. nobody buys something that's brand new, brand new. Right. Like, like uh, what was that's... it? Sega Dreamcast was the first game console that had online gameplay and 99% of its users didn't even know that. Yeah, I think it's it's like that. Um, it's that whole thing where people are like, oh, this person was so ahead of their time. And it was like, it's not necessarily that they were ahead of their time. They were just doing something that nobody gravitated towards. And then eventually, yeah, yeah. And then eventually it caught on that. Like this was the best the whole time. Like what, what were we doing this entire time? Like, so it, it's kind of like people catch up to good ideas. It's not really like they were ahead of their time. It was and just virtual people. reality. Like that's the <clears throat> virtual reality back with Ness. Yeah, exactly. There are super Nintendo. It's called like a uh, red, uh, yeah, I forgot the name of it. It was all in red, though. Like it Virtual was, like, Boy. That, huh? There was a thing called Virtual Boy. That, there you but, go. But it, but it was um, like a Game uh, Game Boy cartridge that you put no, in. No, 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 not that. No, before oh, that, okay. talk about Nintendo, like Nintendo Entertainment System, NES. Mm-hmm. Back then, they had virtual reality. Yeah. Right? So, like, it's been around forever, but now it's slightly catching on, but it still, it still doesn't have enough yet. Like, the, like, once it hits that point where it's been around long enough, something else pulls us into it. Like, they're, they're adding it on roller coasters. They're adding it in movie theaters, right? Like, you can make it, like the, you can make, you can make uh, VR, like, games Pictures in Unity. And, yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So, like, <laughs> once it gets a mainstream enough, eventually there'll be that one thing that's super familiar, but it adds VR, and everyone will suddenly go, why weren't we doing this forever? Yeah, exactly. Like, it's going to come out of nowhere yeah or, you know nowhere yeah, exactly <clears throat> um yeah so i think it's yeah i think you're i think you're absolutely right with in terms of indies having more um visibility it's not necessarily because of anything that the big two are doing or not doing i think it's just a change in the paradigm a little bit like we're having uh we're having we're seeing the importance of comics go from having these really I guess like it's not a niche. It's not anything that can be defined in that way. It's more or less like the overall look and feel of these of Marvel and DC comics just always seems to have this professionalism to it. And now people are seeing that you can still find that same level of storytelling and professionalism and the artwork and all that kind of stuff design in indie comic books. So I think it's just more or less, again, the visibility has grown. So people are realizing these stories have been great this entire time and like so it's it's kind of just a surge of of people's awareness becoming a little higher because social media and uh all that kind of stuff but uh, i think it has less to do with what they're what the big two are doing even though it can be very annoying and like you just want to see some new stuff but that's that's the we're we're also the creators though we're the ones making the indie that's why they're still like it's one of those things where like people are like oh it's so mainstream it's like it's mainstream because it's popular you know what i mean like so it is still a big deal. It's just that the people, the people that do want something different, there needs to be something available. There now, now there's so and many. That's the opportunity. Doing it. Yeah, that's yeah, the opportunity. There, so now there's a ton of opportunity, but there's a lot of people going after it. So you have to get really good. You have to build a very valuable skill. Your artwork needs to be on point. Your story, story, uh, telling the standards needs to be on point. Yeah. yeah, 
the standards are raising for all for yeah. all indies in the marketplace and that's the thing like there's eight-year-olds that can pay, play mozart you know what i mean like there's 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 people that are really young that are learning really young how to do amazing things so the thing that will make you unique is you like that's why like once you like there's the minimum you have to tell a story you can't just nonsense into a paper it needs to be a certain uh, level, but then after that, if they're going to buy your stuff, it's because of you. They want to care about you and your story. And also, I think um, what we need to focus on as indies too is the filtration aspect of our ideas. Um, and what I mean by that is the editing process. The editing process is the filtration for every single thing that we're doing. We have to ed- like, and I recommend that you get a secondary editor who has nothing to do with you or your writing, or you don't even know this person. Like you, you, you base them solely on their, cre- or their credentials and their credibility and you give them your work and you let them pick it apart and tell you that you suck because or they're a blunt you need asshole. it. <laughs> That's fine too. But I think that, yeah, they can't be close to your work, I guess is what I'm, what I meant by that. Um, they have to be from a more, um, you know, a further vantage point where, and they still have the skill level to say your grammar's bad here or the storytelling should be a little better or different here. Um, and, and for your artwork too, like don't show it to your friends and think that they're going to give you uh, really high quality editing advice. Cause even if they're in the industry, they're probably just going to say like, Oh, that's cool. Like I, I like what you're doing. And uh, you know, that's not necessarily the, the vantage point of everybody else that's, that's seeing your work. So yeah. And also even aside from like giving it off to another editor outside, just making sure that you yourself are doing your due diligence. Like I know that Greg just gets excited when he sees artwork that he thought about, you know what I mean? Like, so like our, our, um, our latest comic that we're having drawn right now, the Seer Chronicles issue two, the the first set of pages we got right was like oh my god it's so amazing i'm like yes it's very good but why is his face like that that's not like he's not supposed to be shattering here right yeah the finer details of it yeah yeah and like those little details like you need to make sure that you have a, a system that you work with between if you're the writer and you're working with an artist like you need a system where there's checks and balances back and forth where you're like hey is it good all right let me okay is it good all right and like you, you want to make sure you review everything very critically. Like I, the way that I tell Greg to look at this stuff is like, pretend it sucked. And <laughs> right. now let's look for what is good and figure out what actually does suck and needs to be fixed. Like maybe right. there is that wonderful <laughs> thing that if you were looking at it, like in a, in a, you know, what is it? The rose colored glasses where you're like, Oh my God, the thing that was in my head is now on paper. It's amazing. Like you're never going to see the thing that's like so glaringly obvious to a reader like right. it was um, our first our first edition of our first issue. There's a guy in there in one scene is wearing glasses, but he's not wearing them in any other scene. And I never noticed it. Mm-hmm. And my brother was like immediately like, who the hell is this guy? I'm like, it's so obvious. It's this guy. And he goes, <laughs> why is he wearing glasses? And I'm like, it's a great question. <laughs> like, so, yeah. Yeah, you definitely have to be, you have to be critical yourself, but that's why you want a second body is like, even after you, which you should be doing it very thoroughly yourself as well. Yeah, you, 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 there's certain things you're yeah. just not going to see because you're blinded by all the other stuff you know. Yeah, and I guess what my point was like with the filtration, when you're an indie, um, it's actually really important that you just don't put out things for these just because you're putting them out. Like, you know, like if you want your, your company to be taken seriously, you can't just make a comic that, like you said, just has, is full of nonsense or full of like inaccuracies, things like that, and expect a 
fandom to be a really strong fandom to continue to build like you you really do if you want to take yourself seriously have to go through the same processes that bigger companies do go put themselves through because that's what your audience is looking up towards those kinds of standards and if you don't meet at least the basics of those standards there's not going to be a huge fan base that follow you there might be a small fan base that just really enjoys what you're doing they don't care about those things but if you're looking to be substantial then you have to kind of meet, you have to look up to different standards of your work and, and kind of apply those, those critical aspects to, to every process, like you were saying. So that those checks and balances have to be in place. <clears throat> yeah, Greg. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and honestly, like, like I was kind of saying before, like I don't consider image indie anymore really, but like they're also a great example of to see that though. Like they, they have a lot of, you know, filtration as they go through that. You can, see over the years of their stuff improving and that's because of the fact that they're not they're not being indie by being hip they're being indie because they're independent and that's it they're not trying to you know just stand out for the sake of standing out there's you know they're they're standing out to draw attention and then they're giving you a great story yeah yeah correct this job (laughs) yeah you've got mugs we do. We do have mugs. Yeah. yeah. There's mugs. There's mugs. Yeah. Greg's going to put it in the description. Obviously. Hello. <laughs> also, um, like, share, and subscribe. <laughs> definitely do that. We haven't said that in any of the other ones. So I just think I throw that in. <laughs> Leave a comment below. Tell us how much you like our mugs after buying one. Just support Don't it. forget to click subscribe. Yeah. Get yeah. If you, have, if you have any comments about this, just extremely. Uh, controversial subject to throw it in the comments you know yeah like how amazing our mugs are yeah <laughs> i mean we, we, like, we what have, is your favorite hot beverage what, put that in the comments favorite no no what's your favorite breakfast talk mug right we, exactly we <laughs> which <laughs> we understand the art is very risque but um you know this that's just how we live we just do it we just work that way uh kickstarter the kickstarter will be over after this um really? it, it the kickstarter ends October on halloween first but when's yeah. this one coming out this literally the this is coming out monday of that week oh so we just and ha- finished and halloween is um so the I last day we got so much money yeah, a we, number we, we finished strong <laughs> We finished it was really a huge... strong with this amount. Well, exactly. well, we're still going up until Halloween. No, Greg, but... with this amount. Put it, put it right here. <laughs> okay. See it? Yeah. I'm 100% after because it's right here. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so um, we're going to have a live stream yeah, on. I'm just going to be grabbing the air. <laughs> so voluptuous. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, it, looks, it looks pillowy and soft we're gonna have a live stream on facebook uh for the final hours like counting down our kickstarter for it ends uh it, it literally ends 11 59 yes i did that on purpose i'm gonna eat so much candy i'm gonna just eat kick cat bars what's your favorite candy bar comment Leave that in the comment below comment. yeah comment maybe that. If you back the Kickstarter and you leave a comment, we will send I'll you a send candy you bar. Candy. We'll send you. Eh, I don't know. Uh. I'm pretty. <laughs> I'm pretty selfish with my candy. And then you know these male people. You don't know what they're doing with that candy, bro. Yeah, my 
Yeah, I was just told that I got a package from Vista Print, and she said part of the box is open. And I was like, is it destroyed? And she's like, no, it just looks like the top is open. I was like, okay. Is there candy inside? Is there candy inside? Yeah, exactly. Is there anthrax candy? That's my favorite well, that's my flavor. favorite candy. Exactly. I just called them Smarties, but... I would <laughs> I would said, like, candy or something, but you'd, like... It would probably be bad by the time it gets to them. No, 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 right. You use Postmates and you have them deliver to your front. Deliver the candy. One box of Skittles. Buy <laughs> Skittles because you're the only one that left a comment. I'm talking yeah. about you, Phil. If you leave a comment, you can taste the rainbow. If you leave a comment, you can taste the rainbow. Now, we're going to send you candy corn because we're oh. seasoned. Yeah, we're real we seasonal. throw it out. Exactly. Oh. <laughs> they made all of it in 1912 and it just been sitting in a warehouse. <laughs> <laughs> uh, dying coronavirus uh, are you all better now um i'm better i already got over it that's messed up um so stronger better faster, faster. wait e- e- wait excuse me faster even <laughs> some right. say better i say stronger more better <laughs> but yes we've we've finished our kickstarter and um is there anything else that we're doing? Well, we're finishing our Kickstarter. It ends on Halloween, so yeah, yeah. Well, but this after that, what yeah. are we doing after that? We're shipping it out, shipping it out. I mean, Dude, like upcoming I'm projects. Doing we're doing um, uh, what's that thing? Uh, we're doing a three-day live event. Um, you know, like a virtual Comic Con. Yeah, Comic Con. Yeah, it's Michigan called- Mega Bowl. Mega Bowl. <laughs> Mega Bowl. Flight Michigan Mega Bowl. <laughs> Um, Megable. <laughs> yeah, the uh, live event is coming out the Thanksgiving weekend. So you the can celebrate Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving or the weekend before Thanksgiving? Or the, the weekend, weekend of Thanksgiving. So, so like uh, on Black Friday. So Black Friday till Sunday. Through Sunday, yeah. All right. So maybe I'll maybe I'll bring the live stream to Best Buy where I get mauled by tigers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is Best Buy open? Because I, I know a lot of stores are not opening. <laughs> well, we're we're gonna have a. Oh, I need to think about that. Friday yeah. is basically just gonna be everyone in a food coma, and we're just like making noises at each other. Just like, we're like, uh, what, what'd you have? Uh, uh, Do you, you have turkey? Yeah. So, uh, if you want to sign up for the live event thing, we'll probably have a link in the description, and the description you can below. You can, you can fill out the form, the Google form that I made. And oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, and make an event on Facebook. That'll probably be made probably <laughs> soon. Um, and uh, no, yeah. I behind you look like you have a headache. Who? Who does? Behind Greg? Oh, yeah, he's grabbing his head. He's, oh, he doesn't know what's going on. Yeah. He's like, ah, I'm a beast king. Ah. I think he's just so excited for breakfast, though. He's hungry. He's hungry for breakfast. That's breakfast. what it is. <laughs> <laughs>